The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. All right. That was a weak one tonight. I'm not feeling it. There was a lot of chaos coming in here today, right? It was like my dad was in Vietnam, mm-hmm. and I think I know what he went through. Yeah, I feel the same way. Because we had a power outage here. And yeah. That's it, really. We actually, thanks to Dash Radio, we just got up in the nick of time. The power just came back, and the internet just came back on. So uh, For now. For now. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. Welcome to Rare Form Radio. I am Todd Newman, one of your hosts. One of your many hosts tonight. Dan Cleary is I'm, with us. I'm the boss. I don't know about that. Well, I claimed it. I called it. Maybe the boss of eating ass. I don't mind about that. It. All right. You I don't can mind have, that one. You can bit. have that one. Frank the engineer, how the, are you? The boss of eating chalupas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. All right. So we just made it on time. Uh, <clears throat> if you'd like to call in, 323-230-4445. That is 323-230-4445. And... And go ahead, go ahead. you can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Rareform Radio and iTunes. Go subscribe to the podcast. Yes. Help us tremendously. Tonight we have a very special guest with us sitting in. I think I think he's not really a guest tonight. He's going to kind of co-anchor with us yes. tonight a little bit. See, I mean, I'm coming in already before my intro. Either. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's just the type of show this is going to be. Get him in and get him the fuck out of here real fast. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Dan Adut, a jack of many trades. Thank you, guys. Writer, actor, producer, comedian, and upcoming podcast host. Oh, oh. shit. Competition. That's right. We're going to be competing with this fucking guy. And also, I am not the president or boss of ass, but I am the intern of eating ass. Mm. So Dan can teach you. Uh, teach all, you our stuff. Dan can teach you some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> How thanks. to make the guy come just right. Yeah. Wait a minute. I don't like the old switcheroo you did. <laughs> <laughs> guys, thank you so much for having me. Oh, our I love pleasure. You guys. It's so uh, fun to be here as always. Great. Um, we, can, we can be frank. We can let our inside voice be our outside voice that's right which mm-hmm. is what i love about this mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. right welcome rare form radio where we are always in rare form yeah dan tell us a little bit about this upcoming podcast because you were telling me stuff about it and i am very interested to hear what this is going to be all about well todd i'm glad you asked um i am actually very excited about this podcast i'm not making that much money on it this is such a labor of love and Unfortunately, those are the things that we love the most. Right? Wait, yeah. you're making some money on yeah, it? That means you're making more than <laughs> us, believe me. Um, but it's called Green Eggs and Dan. It has a cheesy name, uh, but uh, it's a fun podcast about food. It's not a fucking lame food podcast. Um, it is, what are you, just slurping yeah. on my, that, no, that was, I didn't know was my sales pitch. No, 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 no. What he was doing was that he was eating ass was at that moment. <laughs> That's the sound effects you guys have yeah. for when someone says food podcast. You're like, <laughs> slurp something. Um, yeah, it's a food podcast. That's not a lame food podcast. I basically have amassed a good group of friends in my in my long uh, career that are you know celebrity ish, and uh, I kind of hit them all up, and I was like, "Yo, you want to talk about food?" And they are so excited to not have to talk about their careers. Right. And everyone has a relationship to food, and each episode starts with an actual picture of the inside of the guests fridge 
which I post publicly, which they don't know I'm going to post publicly. <laughs> uh, so it's really, really fun and invasive in their lives. And uh, it very, uh, you know, even if you don't, even if you don't have a relationship with food, that's your relationship with food. Like our first guest was Hassan Minaj, doesn't give a fuck about food. And right. I was just like roasting him for an hour. Right, right, right. Um, so yeah, it's very, uh, it's, it's, it, you know, I always say comedy is my day job and food is my passion. So yeah, you me, and I, <clears throat> you and I went out and had food one day. We did were, have food. We did have food. And you were telling me, I was actually surprised because maybe it's one of those things where, you know, you never trust a skinny chef type of thing. But like you were telling me how into cooking and food that you are. And it was really interesting. And I, you don't look like someone who's just like, I can't get enough food in me. Like you're slim. Well, I throw you know, it up. Yeah. Soon after I eat it. You do the Hollywood looks, diet. Looks do matter, by the way. Yeah. I just chew. I don't actually swallow the food. It's just chew and spit. I chew it yeah. and chew and spit. Um, yeah, no, I get that. And especially uh, being a comic, I feel like it's not... You don't meet many comics who are into food. Yeah, like, they're all into blow. Yeah, we're into bl <laughs> <laughs> blow and speed, right? The <laughs> only reason I'm not into blow is because it cuts your appetite. And I'm like, that is you know, not what I want to be doing. Today we're making cocaine cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you know, it's that stereotype, which is kind of true, where comics are just like, you know, they're just like poo-poo on fancy food. and They just want their fast food and they don't give a fuck. And like, I give a fuck. Right. I give a big fuck. Yeah, you do. I was I was surprised and pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So when you told me that you were having you were working on this podcast, I was like, all right, when it's ready to roll, yeah. come on down and talk about oh, it. Oh, I love it, dude. Oh, how and long has it been in the works? It's uh, been in the works for a couple years. Literally, yeah. I've just been thinking about it, and then other things have happened that have put it on the back burner. And like, uh, I don't know, man. Just like a lot of people didn't think there would be a market for it, so like none of the big companies wanted to sign on. And I met this hustler producer who was like, let's just fucking do it. And the guest list I got is so insane. And right. all these like big companies now are like, wait, do you want to do it on our hearts? I'm yeah, like, no, yeah, fuck yeah. it. I'm fuck doing it you here. guys. You um, guys had your shot. Yeah. So it's uh, it's really, really fun. You can get it anywhere where podcasts are. It's called Green Eggs and Dan. Uh, but yes, um, we did eat together. We had a... We had a nice meal at the Soho house. That's like, right. Uh, An like uppity bourgeois like bullshit fancy. meal. Yeah, Todd <laughs> Todd likes to be all, I'm a man of the people. He was at the Soho house like, um, do you guys have a, a rosé from Northern Provence? Because the Southern Provo Provencial ones are a little too sweet for me, a little cloying for my tastes. That's exactly how I sounded too. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you were a sober guy ordering yeah. wine. Yeah. <laughs> So you, he just wanted to see if they had it. He's like, yeah. just wanted to know if you it's had it. Thank it's you. It's for my friend here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Yeah. Um, so you asked me earlier today to take a picture of my fridge. I did. Which I did. I even, I even got the door. bro. Oh yes. See, I don't fuck around. So, I got the inside and the door. So if you want to, I love analyze. This. And, uh, I'm hoping you will post this on, uh, on the socials for your podcast. I certainly will. Well, okay. What I see right off the bat is that I'm assuming your wife is very OCD because you don't give off the vibe of someone who oh. packages everything and color coordinates it. Oh, he, dude, he, it's you, him. That's, see, that's the misnomer about me now. Is that true? Dude, my clothes are color coordinated. Like in my closet, they go by from black to blue to green. He does to the same blue. thing with his friends. The black friends are all on the <laughs> yeah, left. All on the left. <laughs> to brown <laughs> to white. Yeah, yeah. Dude, oh, that's no, I am, crazy. I am incredibly OCD. All the shopping in my house is done by me. Get out of here. I don't think here. I've been with my wife for like 24 years, coming up on 24 years. 
I don't think I've ever seen her shop once. No way. Yeah. So, so I do all the shopping. I, I love do, that, Todd. I yeah. love that. Any about cooking you. that goes on is all me. No way. Dude, there's a lot of cooked foods here. Mm -hmm. I'm very, very impressed. There you go. And what does your wife bring to the table if this is what you're doing? Cash. <laughs> <laughs> the cash to make it possible. Oh, man. I love your life. She's like type A personality. Business doesn't have fucking time. Yeah. So I'm Mr. Mom. I do the shopping. I do the cooking and very healthy. Everything yeah. I'm seeing here is extremely healthy. We got a lot of uh, avocado. We got uh, bib lettuce. Mm -hmm. We got some uh, what is that? Papaya? papaya. Papaya. There's watermelon there. Oh my God. There's uh, that's from our black friends. Of course, <laughs> and, that's uh, the black the black guy uh, row. Some purple drink in the door. <laughs> yeah, purple drink. Oh yeah, let's uh, take out your door. The condiments. The door is a little more sparse. The condiments you got here. Okay. Yeah. All right. You got some. Uh, there's a little a tub of wheatgrass. What is this? What is this over here? That uh, kind of bootleg sriracha you have? That's some kind of sriracha that I bought at like a health food store to try out a different flavor. Yeah. And it's not bad. I don't even remember what the name of it you is. You know so. what though, dude? With that stuff, because I've tried like the organic sriracha, yeah, yeah. you got to stay with the OG. Yeah, yeah. I've, you know? Condiments, you're right about yeah. that. Like you just- you Like know, I want like, Heinz ketchup. Yeah. Golden's fucking spicy yeah. brown mustard. You, you uh, grew up in New York, yes? I did, yeah. Yeah. So you're a spicy brown mustard guy right yes yes yes. Yeah. like my wife is like well i like we, we grew up in seattle we like the yellow mustard like i'm like you are fucking disgusting <laughs> she likes pizza with pineapple i won't oh. allow it in my house <laughs> in fact because my my daughter likes it my son's on my side i've groomed him properly but they like hawaiian pizza you know what i never liked hawaiian i i never liked it was one of those things where like i i never it's like how people thought about black people in the 60s. I was like, I hate them, but I've never met one in my life. <laughs> like, I had never tried it. And I was like, that's disgusting. I saw it on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And like, I'm like, I do not want this. Pizzeria Moza in LA makes a pizza with sliced pineapple and I think prosciutto. And dude, it changed my, my thought. I'm about glad it. it did for you, but it'll never happen for me because I'll just never try it. Because now it's a thing. Like I've oh now you're you're, you yeah, got, you're digging in your heels yeah I've established a, you know a, a core belief system yeah. that I can't change now just to, from the amount of shit I'll get for just it just to go back to the civil rights um, analogy I'm using there were a lot of people in the South who thought mm -hmm. the same way <laughs> we can't change it it's been like this it's too late to change I'm staying pineapple racist on this one yeah me too I'm not having it just keep them separate but equal build a but wall but I do not want them together yeah. no integration of the pineapple and build the, pizza. the wall between the pizza and the pineapple that's what i say dude uh, i'm very very impressed with this fridge like and you know it's funny because i've seen a lot of fridges of my mm -hmm. guests and the great equalizer seems to be marriage and yeah. married couples have really beautiful fridges but those guys are usually the ones who had shit fridges when they were single and the right. girls kind of whipped them into shape and this is the first time where we have the reversal of that that's you, right you know i like that uh that's my fucking fridge yes the well, only, the only it's thing also the other oh sorry no, that's fine. the other element too is kids you have to have a stocked fridge yes. with you know with when you have kids so although the kids fridges that i've seen usually have have a shit ton of milk and you have no milk in no, here. No, fuck. I'm not a milk guy. I never was even when I was a kid. And if, if they want really? milk, they get it from his wife's tits. tits. Hey, because, because she's Asian, it has like a ponzu type of feel to it. <laughs> oh, that is, that's disgusting. <laughs> Little umami in that fucking right. breast milk. That's oh, right. Man. I've tasted, have you ever tasted breast milk? I have now. Oh, okay. I mean, as an adult. I. You know what? <laughs> Once I was, this is disgusting, but this is the, 
this is the venue for it. I was at a strip club once with a buddy of Thank mine. Thank you. <laughs> and there was a woman there and like she was like, I just gave birth or something like that, which is like, that's not going to win you more dollars. That's a weird announcement. Yeah, you need a better sales pitch. And my buddy was like, will you, it's my friend's birthday. Will you like, she's like, I'll, I'll put, I'll like spit breast milk at him, squirt breast milk on him for like 30 bucks. He was like, done. <laughs> and I was like, guys, I don't know if, and the next thing I know, I'm just like getting like, you know, incoming from a stripper's <laughs> thirty bucks, milk. bro. I would have. I was all set to give her fifty. I was a like, stripper money shot. Oh my god! And I was some guy in my eye. I was like, do I have hepatitis now? What does this mean for me? The answer is yes. Um, yeah, it was a uh, fucking colostrum bath. <laughs> so, See, and I think a little bit of it got in my mouth. Probably it was probably a little sweet. Yeah, it's very sweet. Yeah. I, I've tasted it. It's very sweet. How and did you I've, taste it? Did you ask your wife? Like, I said, yeah. I want to fucking hook me up with a shot. Did and you? I put some in a glass and downed it. Oh, you didn't get it straight from the udder? Nah. Oh, That's for dude. the kids. Go that big was for or the go kids. Home, that would, no, that would be weird. Go big. <laughs> no, I would sprinkle some cocoa powder on it. <laughs> Like a chocolate milk yeah. type of thing, like a yeah. little, a little Nestle's quick, yeah. like the Sprinkle powdered stuff. Some on her nipple and just suck it out. <laughs> little, <laughs> were, did you drink chocolate milk out of the powder when you were a kid? Like with the Nestle quick, it had they had a tin of it. Oh, I love that. And tin. then you would put it in and you'd mix it around. Yeah, and there would always be like a bubble. Yes, of powder that you could pop with your finger oh on the God. top of it. Of course, it. dude. Course. You that- was just saying that. I just <laughs> did. You see the movie Ratatouille? You know yes. when the fucking food reviewer at the end eats the ratatouille and it sends him to his childhood? You mm-hmm. just did that to me <laughs> with that quick bubble. I'm gonna need a yeah, moment. Yeah, but I was man. gonna I was gonna add on. That's what it was like when I put that on my wife's tit. Oh, so. okay. You just took me out of my childhood moment. <laughs> there you go. Um, I'm very impressed, Todd. Honestly, it's because you know. Here's the thing, you just have so many layers because you're very you're a you're a bad motherfucker. I see you at the gym pumping mm-hmm. iron. You know, you're an intimidating fellow. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> but at the same time, you're like a neat guy. You're like a you, I'm an you, enigma. You give it all. Cause like a girl can be with you and get get that bad boy rough side, but then have like a little you know, tenderness. I imagine like a perfect poached egg. Yeah, exactly. In bed with Holland with homemade Hollandaise sauce. That's my new porn name. Poached egg. <laughs> not a good one. Not a good one. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's runny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have some of this yolk, bitch. Um, <clears throat> oh God, there's so much to talk about now. Yeah. Uh, well, you were gonna say something, and I cut you off. I'm sorry. I don't remember. Oh, I, all I contribute to my fridge is monster drinks and ice cream. Yeah, Dan's one of those. Mm. Dan eats monster lemonade ver- iced tea. He eats very stereotypically male, yeah, t- like a ten-year-old musician guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. So you you are kind of a little on the nose. That's exactly yeah. what I would think. Monster drink grosses me out. You don't? Are you not a coffee guy? I like a, an ice blended from the coffee bean. Yeah. every day, but it's it's a little coffeeish. But I don't drink coffee. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Monster is your go-to. Is your lately, dude? When we went lately, to, um, I used to drink a lot of soda. I had like eight Cokes a day. So I quit that. Diet or regular? Regular. Wow. And then zeros. Coke zeros. And you're a skinny guy. Not really. I hide it. I'm not skinny. Right. So thank you, though. But you're I skinny imagine- right now because Dan just went on tour with uh, Perry Farrell's uh, kind heaven Get orchestra. out of here. How when cool. you came back, I did notice you. I said it to you. you. He did lose weight there. Am I still losing it or am I putting it back on? Uh, you look the same. Okay. okay I feel like it. I gain weight when I'm on the road. I think I usually do, but this one was exhausting. 
But don't it's like stressful. musicians There weren't now. as many dicks to eat on wait this tour. Minute. So hey, let's wait pro- so let's protein. Those are so second. filling. Yeah, that is empty carbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I feel like especially like rock stars like now, like their riders aren't like fun like how they were in the eighties yeah, yeah. and shit. They're not like ten tubs of Jack Daniels and a fucking you know a chick's pussy to drink no, it out it's, of. It's, it's all it really, ginger it's all and wheatgrass and organic a bread. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Organic peanut butter. It's yeah. like, guys, that is indicative. What happened to us? Yeah, that's indicative of the shit world we're in right now. You, you can directly correlate the problems of the entire world to musicians, writers. Right now. <laughs> the world the is comparison so is all right there. What do you think that's about? When did when did being healthy beat being edgy when it came from musicians? I think it's at a certain. I don't know because young young bands are doing it now too. But I feel like most musicians, when they get to be like forty, and they're still touring, they want to have that healthy that yeah. healthy life because it's not as easy to maintain it anymore. Yeah, I guess look, I, like Guns N' Roses, how many, they, I, I guess, I don't, is that a good example? Because they seem to keep touring later now, but they're they, like, they, they do, but mess. they've also gotten healthy and oh, uh, they have? they're so healthy now that even Axel goes on early. Like he, Axel used to be famous for going on three or four hours late. Oh, wow. Now, if they're due to go on at nine. Yeah, but he was like a fat bitch when they first got back. Ouch, yeah. ouch, but yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, look. Yeah, it's he, true. You know, yep. well, for one, I don't think he's listening. I mean, <laughs> are there two, any rock stars that can maintain that rock star diet and still have the longevity? Or Keith just, Richards, Rolling Stones. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're, that's they're still a steady, wild. That's a steady, really? der- that's a steady diet of heroin. Lemmy did until he, up until he died. Yeah. And he was 70. Jack Daniels and Marlboro's and Speed. Huh? Yeah, and speed, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they haven't healthified. Like, they're not, it's not just a show. Like, it's not like a. Like a vape that just has like fruit flavor in it. Marilyn no. Manson is still going and he's a fucking mess. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, wow. I worked for him for a long time. And he's well, that a, makes uh, he's me happy. Nightmare. Like what is, oh, he, no. what is his We need what is some his messes. Like? What is his, what, tell me about his eating habits. Um, when I worked, I was his assistant for a couple of years and I would go to Taco Bell for him and just for him alone, spend $30 in Taco Bell, which that, you like, know buys how, the whole how much restaurant. that is. Yeah. That's like one or two of everything. And he you would could la- start a franchise oh, with yeah. that much. And he would lay in bed and eat it all. Get out of and here. And he'd eat Carl's Jr. And like like um, little sippy cup drink, like the kids drink. The beautiful juice pizza. Boxes. The beautiful pizza. One of the best. Wow. Um, just a mess. And then tons and tons of drugs and tons of drinking. Zero exercise. Hmm. And uh, it amazing. Was, it was a good life. So he would just, he would eat a bunch of Taco Bell, feel like shit, then do a bunch of Coke, get back up, do the show, and then need to come down from the. No, adrenaline. this is just, this is when he's not on tour. When he's on tour, it was mostly like grilled cheese uh-huh. and still all the drugs and booze and everything. And uh, I remember in <laughs> I love these, like, it's, guys, we're on tour. It's time to grill cheese. Tighten it up. <laughs> time to tighten it up. No so more Taco Bell. Grilled cheese. We, uh, we, did a, we did a tour in Europe in 2007, and we had a huge hamper. That we had that we took to Europe and was full of all Manson's food, and it was almost a huge, huge what? hamper full of uh, taco mix, like the the, the seasoning <laughs> yeah. and uh, like Low, and, Lowry's taco mix. No, no, not, mix. not Lowry's. Like the shitty, like the <laughs> little packets, yeah. no, the little yeah, packets, yeah, yeah, Kirk, yeah. this like Kirkland brand and boxes El and boxes Paso. and boxes and boxes of macaroni and cheese. No. And, and we we flew that to Europe to so Europe. he could live. Yeah. Frank's like, got all that shit in his trunk right it's now. True. Dude, <laughs> it's I true. love that that he's like, we're going to the continent that has like the best food in the world, and I'm bringing my boxed mac and cheese. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. 
He paid. Oh. It probably cost a thousand dollars to get it out there. Did he? Did you ever <laughs> see him just go outside the box and mix the taco mix into the mac and cheese? No, I would never want to see him eat anymore. <laughs> yeah, did he ever like Iron Chef something <laughs> yeah, yeah, with what no. he had in the in the fucking car in oh, the uh, bag? So on the rider, he would have stuff like um, a sushi platter brought out, or like a filet mignon that he'd have. You know, that was on his rider. Some good on his rider. Yeah. So his favorite thing to do was to not touch any of the food, but he would jerk off on it or spit on it, or do whatever, and cover it back up, knowing that the crew would eat it after he left. <laughs> I don't us, think us. that's true. That's I. I, I don't I think saw that's it. true. It's true. He would jerk. Oh my god! He, he would come <laughs> on the food, knowing that his employees would come in after he left and take this nice food and yeah. eat it. This is the craziest thing I think I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, he, he pissed me off, so he, I don't mind telling. How do you know? Did he tell you did that, or you walked well, in on him jerking off? I, on, I, his assistant told me that in 2007 because the, the assistant said, liked "Don't me, eat the food." And he said, yeah, "Listen, yeah. between you and me, don't eat the food." He like booby traps it. I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, he, "He spits on it and comes on it, puts piss on it, whatever, knowing that you guys come in and eat it after he leaves." And he meticulously covers it back up so it looks untouched. Yeah, the people who are running his whole operation <laughs> oh to God. make him look good. <laughs> Wait That's a second. He does that too. This is crazy on so many levels because it's not like he would, like, it wasn't like he was doing a really fucked up prank where he'd be like, ha ha, you ate my cum. He doesn't even get to it experience was just it. just for himself. He yeah. loved knowing that it happened. Oh my God. I Wow, Dude, here, what a diabolical <laughs> fucking guy. You have yeah. to get him on your podcast. I, 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 I want him to be my role model. Take a picture of your fridge and your bathroom. I mean, that is the craziest shit. That is the best food story. <laughs> that is the best and worst food story I've ever heard in my life. Yep. yep. Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think. True stuff. I think I'm just going to start a podcast all based on that, on yeah. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson's habits. I have three hours of stories about him. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Wow. Thank you for sharing. You're very welcome. <laughs> You're very, very welcome. Uh, do you want to take a quick break and then we'll come back yeah, with sure. some other stuff? Uh, yeah. Let's do that. You got something queued up? Yeah. Uh, we come back. Uh, Dan, have you seen... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I did see it, and without even knowing what you think about it, I'm going to tell you I loved it. Okay, we have some stuff to talk about. Great. Great. We'll be right back. All right, we are back. Dan, who was that? That was uh, the Van She with a song called Sex City. Van She. Van She. That's yeah. a, a band that Jessica Saddleberger got me into. No wonder it sucks. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. snap. It's wow. vegan, vegan rock music. Oh, that's vegan rock. The worst. That's what I. <laughs> yeah. The name of that track was Impossible Burger. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, nice, uh, nice call there. Thanks. All right. So you wanted to get into a little. Oh, by the way, if you do want to call in and chime in on anything we're talking about, or if you perhaps want to steer us into another direction. An offshoot that we hadn't thought of yet. 323-230-4445. That's 323-230-4445. And you wanted to talk about <clears throat> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A little bit. Just I want to know what you guys... <clears throat> Frank, have you seen it, by the way? No, I haven't. Cool. Thanks for contributing. Yep. Um, I want to talk about... <laughs> what, I don't think they had Mexicans back, in your back then. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They don't have it in Mexicans Espanol. weren't as popular. Back Actually, there were Mexicans in the, the Valley Parkers were Mexican. 
Oh yeah, that's right. That's not me being racist. They were actually. That's yeah, oh yeah. Oh go. yeah. There's a scene that where yeah. they refer to that. Some actually. things never change. So <laughs> overall thoughts on the film, Todd. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I thought mm -hmm. at first when I was watching it, you know, you get accustomed to a uh, <clears throat> a taste and style of Tarantino, which I thought he didn't hit that until later in the film for me. But once that came. I thought that the scenes were taking a little long at first. And I was like, is this going to suck? Is everybody telling me that they love this film and I'm going to hate it? Is it going to be one of those typical cases? Because I get that a lot. Yeah. Dude, you of all people, I know you, you'll love this. And I usually hate it. Right? Yeah. Right. But once it got going and I'm so in tune with the Manson story and that whole storyline and that time period in Hollywood... I was watching with a very specific eye and it blew me away. Like I fucking loved it. I thought it was perfect the mm -hmm. way everything culminated, like without giving spoilers out. Although it's been out. If you haven't no, seen it. No, 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 don't spoil anything. Don't spoil anything. Don't spoil. I, I will say something without spoiling as well. I mm -hmm. knew not much about the Manson murders mm -hmm. and I was very ignorant on it. So for me, and I was also very ignorant about that time in Hollywood. So I was mm -hmm. coming at, at a very different angle. Right. And I was just completely enveloped by it. And I do think, yes, some of the scenes were long, but I ended up being okay with it. Like there was like a, you know, uh, again, there was like a, just a B roll drive scene that yeah. was like long. And I was like, but I was, I was like, I kind of love it. Cause it gets me so into this world. And you know, there was such fun specificity. Uh -huh. Well, I also think that that's purposeful in the sense that that's what it's like in Hollywood. It's a lot of long waiting around yeah. and driving here and there. And I, I hope it was purposeful because that's how I took it. Yeah. Of, this is a proper representation of what life is like even now. Absolutely. I mean, we have podcasts now, whereas before it was like you would just stare out into mm -hmm. the, you know, yeah, or to, go for a cool drive yeah. and listen to the radio. Yeah. yeah. I, I, think, I, love, I loved every second of it. I agree with everything that you guys are saying. And Tarantino always has a way of finding actors or actresses that people have, the world has kind of forgotten about mm -hmm. and bring like Travolta. He, yeah. he, he yeah, totally completely revised, revived his, his career. Yeah. And in this one, geniusly he did the opposite he took the two biggest stars in the world brad pitt and dicaprio mm -hmm. and made them washed up past their heyday dudes and that yeah. was also great right Very but gave cool. them so much depth and layers yeah, yeah, to yeah. them like and i really because even with dicaprio for me i still am on the fence at times like even though he's proven himself to me in a bunch of films as of late like I, it was hard for me to take him in a film because i always looked at him as like a boy yeah and like when he was in Gangs of New York, I he ruined the film for me. Like I just felt like he's dropping the accent. He's not a man. Da, da, yeah. Da. And when he did, <laughs> he's not a man. He's not a man. <laughs> well, I didn't buy him as that I character. It. I get no, it. Man. And and, and uh, I think there was the movie Blood Diamond. Did you ever see Blood Diamond? Yeah. Yes. Man. When he had this accent like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. But it, I was like, all right, I'm starting to get the fascination with this guy. I was being pretty amazing. But uh, in this film, he goes to places where I'm like, this guy is fucking amazing. Yeah. You know, he it, is getting better every film, which makes yeah, sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. And I, yeah, if, if you had to ask me who was my favorite actor of the two of them, I literally neck and neck. Yeah. They each had such charms that I like there. I was so blown away by both of their performances mm -hmm. that, I, go ahead. yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be able to choose. I really wouldn't. I feel like DiCaprio 
had a much better acting performance, but I loved Brad Pitt's character more mm. in a way. Because Brad Pitt kind of, he kind of only has one, one tone, note. one note. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys thought this, but I feel like halfway through the film, he just turned into his character from Inglorious Bastards. Same voice, Aldo same Rain. everything. Yeah. Yes. I did get a little bit of that. That kind of rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. Right. That it was the same voice. But I also think that his acting was, his performance was a lot more subtle. True. You know, yeah. like he, 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 in some, he comes off easy going, but then he comes off really badass, and it's very believable. For even sure. Even though it's, it's all done on, in kind of this muted, uh, muted way. I don't know, man. I really loved it. And then also there was, Another thing that Tarantino did was he brought actresses that I had never seen before, like the girl who plays like the 18-year-old or the Manson 17-year-old girl. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. she was great. And she was believable as because I I do know what the real girl looks like. No and way. Stuff like, so I thought this is good casting. You was know the girl that played Squeaky anyone that we know? Uh, not that I She know was of. also great. Yeah. They, they were, were all fucking great. It was, it was an awesome movie. Oh, so, but this was a, an interesting part of it. I watched with my girlfriend and we watched it at uh, the Arclight right mm -hmm, here, mm -hmm. which was pretty cool to watch it there because there is, they do flash a sh an a outdoor shot of, yeah, a, a uh -huh. shot of it from uh -huh. back in the day. But a restaurant that is very heavily uh, a part of the movie is Musso and Frank's. Yeah, it's like right across the street from over there. Right across oh. the street, one of the oldest steakhouses in Hollywood. So I was like, you know what? Let's fucking go to Musso and Frank's mm -hmm. after this. Was it packed? Packed. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That yeah. El Coyote, all this yeah. stuff is going to yeah. be just... Uh, it's packed to the gills. Yeah. But I had a fucking bone to pick with... And if we can take us to food tangent for a little sure, bit. Sure, sure. I love a good steakhouse. That's literally why we're here is yeah. food. So yeah. let's, let's do it. <laughs> I love a good steakhouse. Okay? Mm -hmm. I love a good steakhouse. And frankly... I don't sense the difference between a good steak. Like there's a level of steakhouse that once you reach it, they're all basically the same, mm -hmm, you know? You need a good aged beef mm -hmm. and, and a martini and I'm fucking good to go. That's also my new next porn name is aged beef. <laughs> More go fitting. Go ahead. Yeah. Dry, I figured it was more dry, dry, dry aged, aged beef. poached egg. <laughs> dry aged Angus. Um, so these fuckers, I get the menu and the steaks are like 50, 60 bucks. Mm -hmm. Normal steakhouse price. I asked the waiter, I'm like, so how much do you age your steaks? Um, we don't age our steaks. So basically you're paying for a fucking supermarket steak. Yeah, yeah. 60 bucks. And that's what really angered no, me. No, what you're paying for is to eat at the place that was yeah. just in the hit movie. Yeah. Fuck that. That's what you're paying but for. But I hate that, man. Like when that's it, that's my problem. It's like it's like they sold out so quickly. They're like, "Oh, we're on this good location. We've got the name recognition. I'm sure they fucking sold it to some cheap fucking Jew <laughs> who was like, "We got to cut corners." I am Jewish. I can say that. Yeah, you can say that. And they just it just angers me so much. Go down to Vons and buy some steaks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's literally what it, yeah. ta it tasted like a fucking vomit. Well, steak. I've been to Musso and Frank's over the years a handful of times before the popularity, the reemergence of its popularity because yeah. of this film. And it's a shithole. Yeah. It it's just the sign is famous because it's been here yeah. since the 60s or whatever. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's the Angeline of restaurants. It's, it's the fucking LA. Olive Garden of steakhouses in Hollywood. It is. <laughs> and, mean, that is a, and that's an insult to the Olive Garden. I'm a Mastro's guy. That's a good steak. Yeah, yeah Mastro's, Mastro's is a great steak. Yeah. Oh, the Mastro's in Malibu. Have you done that one? No, just the... Dude. 
Do yourself a favor. Is it, is it different than the Beverly Hills It's the Hills same, one? but you're sitting on the water, and it's just like a fucking nice It's vibe. the same, but further away. <laughs> it's <laughs> perfect. The same, but harder to get to. And so. more expensive. When I don't you know. Get I, also, there. I also think the Beverly Hills one is like loud, and it's like a little too much It's a little much me. of a show in it's there, for sure. It's a little much. Go on a Tuesday. Get, get, get yourself a little uh, room at the Malibu Beach You know Beach what I'm talking Inn. about? Yeah. I hear at Mastro's, though, they're having a new thing, which is the Impossible Steak, which no. is a vegan steak. Really? No, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, a steak-ish house? A steak-ish a house. A steak-ish house. That would be a great name for the <clears throat> Impossible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it. I, I did hear some people give flack to the movie that I thought was unwarranted. About, what are you talking about? Uh, I heard a couple of people personally that I know were like, I don't like that. This isn't spoiling it, but I don't like that he changed history around a little bit. And I'm like, well, he does that in every fucking movie. And yeah. Glorious Bastards, Hitler the Jews are badass fucking- and they mutilate Hitler. And Django, the slave, is killing everyone. Like, that's what he does. So if right. you know that, and here's the other thing is... The film is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. It's very indicative that it's a fucking fairy tale. It's not a documentary. Yeah. So I like that he does that. I like that he creates his own world. He takes actual historical figures and puts them into his own story. I'm I'm cool with it. Let me play you guys a little interview that he did before the, before the premiere. Okay. Okay. Frank, we up here? Yep. All right. Quentin, you have put Margot Robbie, a, a very talented actress, um, actor, in your film. She was in the Leonardo with Leonardo in Wolf of Wall Street. I, Tanya, this is a you know person with a great deal of acting talent, and yet you haven't really given her many lines in the movie. And I wondered, I guess that was a deliberate choice on your part, and I just wanted to know why that was, that we don't hear her actually speaking very much. And uh, Margo, I wanted you to also comment about being in the film in this part. Well, I just reject your hypotheses. Right. I, um, like, I said, like I said earlier, I, I, I always look to the character and what the character is supposed to serve to the story. Um, I... I think the moments that I got on screen gave an opportunity to honor Sharon and the lightness. I don't think it was intended to delve deeper than, like Brad also mentioned, I think the tragedy ultimately was the loss of innocence and to really show those wonderful sides of her, I think could be adequately done without speaking. Um, I did feel like I got a lot of time to explore the character even without dialogue specifically, which is an interesting thing because I often do look to the interaction with other characters to inform me on the character. Um, rarely do I get an opportunity to spend so much time on my own as a character going through a day-to-day um, existence. That was actually an interesting thing for me to do as an actor. I actually really appreciated the exercise and uh, felt that I could deliver what I wanted to on screen. Once again, we talk about this a lot. Um, Not every movie needs to have a strong female lead. Not every movie needs to have a strong black character or a strong disabled character. Sometimes it's just, it is what it is. Yeah, but here's the thing. That still is a strong character. Her presence is all over the fucking film. Yes. She's not rambling, you know, uh, monologues galore in the thing because that's not what the fucking film called for in fact the difference between her 
and the DiCaprio character that he's like full of this angst and she's like bubbly. Like yeah. I thought it was perfect. Like, yeah. And that's just a fucking rabble rousing bitch of like, why oh, aren't you pissed that you don't have lines? Like and, shut and, the fuck and, up. And the girl that you're talking about, Margot Robbie, didn't give a shit. Right. She's content with She's the part. She's accusing him of not giving a, a a female their due in this film when look when at Kill Bill. When fucking Kill Bill. <laughs> is, is a, <laughs> the strongest female Dude. leads you're ever going to see. And all the supporting girls are all yeah. strong women. Sure. Yeah. And even even Jennifer Jason Leigh in uh, in uh, Hateful Eight is a badass little little chick too. I hated that movie. You did? I loved it. That was it. the only, well, not the only, but that was the one Quentin I was like, I just can't get behind this. Yeah, I don't, I don't his, like Reservoir Dogs at all. I love that movie. Yeah, you would. I didn't like that there wasn't enough of a female presence in Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> so I reject that movie and I, won't I reject watch it, it too. Yep. Jezebel gave it two pussy lips down. <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, I mean, look at the female characters that he's done, though. Yeah, it's, it's like just a fucking uh, Pulp Fiction. Uh, what's her name? Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman's yeah. Yeah. character is like, it first of all, like launched her career and like, and it was like the best. It was, still remains, I think, my favorite female character mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. um, it's that, like, it, this is a song. This is a, a, a song. It's a movie about two guys. Yeah. yeah. It's like a buddy comedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But does he have the right to make that film nowadays? That film about men. I'm. I could see it. I could see the fucking about behind the white, scenes. Two white now. Two white men. <laughs> yeah. When I Privileged. get when I get up there, I'm gonna put this question to him because the world needs to see through the deceit. Like, shut the fuck up. What? What's your resume? How many films have you fucking made that have launched people's careers? Did Did you guys see that? I think it was Will Smith. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But he was hired to play another a black a real black historic figure mm -hmm. a real and, black no like, like, like no and what like okay. really dark you mean yeah, it was, like a re yes like really yes black. Okay, and, and, okay. it, and it wasn't a, and he and he lost the part because it wasn't black black enough, enough. oh like skin tone wise yes. wasn't black enough it so, went, it went so, to Cheadle. yeah so uh <laughs> he was rejected and then another person just got a job to play someone in a wheelchair mm -hmm. and the disabled people of america we're up in arms and that guy lost the job because he's not really disabled. Right. It's called acting, acting you fucking yeah. idiots. Oh yeah, well they gave, yeah. uh, what's her name? Uh, I'm not good at, at, at names. Uh, that uh, blonde chick who they were like, she can't play a trans character because she's not oh, trans. Oh yeah, 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 I don't remember. And she was, was it like- Charlize? Yes. Was it? She, uh, was, okay. was it Charlize? Uh, who's the one who does all the fucking Woody Allen movies? God, I'm forgetting. Diane name. Keaton? No, Young. David uh, Spade? Yes, so David was like, <laughs> No, you're know, right. She said something along the lines of like, I, I'll play a fucking tree or a lion. I don't give a fuck. Like yeah, I'm an actor. actor. And she got so much shit for it. And it's like, it's dude, I got into, a, this is crazy. I got into a fight last night in an Uber with the driver. Mm -hmm. um, we were talking about like, I was like, I'm a comedian. And then he was like, yeah, my, my brother's a writer. And uh, there aren't enough black people in the writer's room. And I was like, you know, the thing, the reason I like comedy is that it's the last place that you can't fit, the, it, diversity doesn't matter. If you're black, if you're white, if you're in a wheelchair, whatever, if you can get the laugh, you get the laugh yeah. and you should get the job. And he goes, it's easy for you to say you're fucking white. You've been getting shit forever. I was like, oh. bro, I'm Iranian. <laughs> you want to play this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll play this game. One star, bitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm Persian in a lot yeah. of ways more disenfranchised than you are. Did if you want to fucking play this. Did he, he raise his voice? Did he, get, did he get like oh, loud? Oh, dude, we got heated. 
We got heated because I was, you know, I was like, "Fuck this! I'm not backing down." I had to break in as fucking falafel <laughs> Phil. Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> no, like nothing. Like here's a here's to me the problem with a lot of this diversity stuff is like people want diversity voices, but they don't want diversity of opinion. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, it blew his mind that I could be a diverse person and fucking think that. Yeah. Cause he was a black guy and he was like, he's, you're, you're a fucking, you're, you're uncle Tom or whatever. I'm like, dude, Whoa. fuck you. Just because <laughs> I, I, I think differently from you that he called me a racist 20 times. I'm like, you're calling me a dude. I'm Iranian. And you're like, no, you fucking talk. You act like you're white. I'm like fucking. Did you report him? No, I didn't. Did you tip him? I was like, <laughs> I was like scared he was well, black. I appreciated that he was using ways to get me home faster. <laughs> right. So I was like, you're still getting five stars because I know you got to give me five stars. Wow. We had like this fun little like Mexican standoff. I'm like, who's going <laughs> to give each other five stars first? So you guys fought and it was rough, but did you guys at least fuck at the end? Or? <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> luscious, dude. I went from the intern of eating ass to the VP of eating ass. <laughs> a boy. Proud of you. That's great. Uh, Interracial Actually, love. can I tell you something though? It was kind of nice. We did kind of have a resolution at the right. end. I was like, man, you're fucking wrong, but it was kind of nice yelling it at you. He's like, you know what? I feel the same way about you. And it was funny because like people on Twitter will just yell past each other. Yeah. But when you're trapped in a car, yeah, yeah, yelling yeah. at the person, an actual human being, it was being. actually cathartic at the end. It yeah. was pretty funny. Do you uh, do you know Sarah Silverman at all? Uh, I've met her here and there. I don't know her very well. No. So she also just lost a role. She was yeah, hired for something. Uh, 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 she says a very juicy role. She was excited about juicy, but like juicy. <laughs> Good God. Because <laughs> yes. she's perfect. Yes. Yes. Good. Perfect. And uh, the producers found a very old picture of her from a skit on her show with blackface. Mm -hmm. And she lost the role because she yeah. did a comedy bit on her show. That's Which, by the way, that is so, to me, it's like uh, you reap what you sow. Cause like Sarah, she Sarah Silverman does a lot of that woke. You know, her Twitter is like mm -hmm. it's like pretty woke Twitter, and like mm -hmm. she got fucking outwoked. Right, mm -hmm. right. It's crazy, valid, but still, it just uh, Jimmy Kimmel has. Remember when Jimmy Kimmel used to do? Uh, he'd play Carl Malone, mm -hmm. and he'd paint himself black. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Is, are you not allowed to change the color of your skin for a part? Like if you're trying to be, if a white guy doing an impression of Carl Malone and you make yourself brown, is that blackface? I don't know. Look at Robert Downey Jr. in Tropic Thunder. Well, that's what I'm and saying. And it's genius, yeah, but, that role. But, but the I thing thought is, blackface it, was like trying to do like caricatures, big lips, big white eyes. I thought blackface is a specific thing. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. But like what's wrong with changing your look for a part? Yeah. I think it's 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 even more sinister than that because it's, it's like if you did something that at the time was okay and now is not okay, we're going to give you shit for that too. Right. Yeah. Like, they were like, Joe Biden, the, the, the thing with Biden, they're like, Biden, you were fucking uh, talking to segregationists. It's like, you had to because there were segregationists <laughs> right. in Congress. Like, you weren't going to get a bill passed unless you talked to them. Yeah, but you did that, so now you're racist. Like, yeah, but look at, look at Obama. He wasn't for gay marriage when he went into office. And then he said, I've changed. I changed, I changed my, mind. my mind. Yeah. So... Okay, you said that at one point, so now everything is everything you invalid. say at some point or another yeah. is, is set in stone. It's fucked yeah. up, man. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous because now, especially comics, are so scared to say shit. Yeah, because they're like, I don't know what the fuck, what role I'm not going to get in the future. Fuck, I might just sitting next to you two fucking Nazis. <laughs> yeah. My <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's like me getting mad at my grandfather for beating my grandmother in the 50s. Yeah. Like, it was cool then, dude. It was fun. You'd call your guys and be like, hey. Keep her in her fucking place. What son? color yes. were her bruises? Yeah. I got yellow. Did you get yellow? <laughs> for Christ's what do sake. you tell a woman with two black eyes? Nothing. Nothing. You already told, told her twice. Yeah, yeah. This, um, anyway, back to my food podcast. <laughs> wait, wait. Let's talk about rape for a minute. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, right. it's it's insane. I mean, you know, it's unfortunate. It's sad. The, I mean, look, I'm not. Yes, I do think there probably needed to be, there be like some sort of readjustment or whatever. But now, like the fact that like if you're not born with the exact genetics of the, you got to hand in your 23 and me instead of your headshot now to prove that your genetics are the right genetics for the part. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's acting. It's so crazy to me. I once had this. Is funny. I had a fucking role. This was, uh, I was up for a pilot, a Fox pilot, okay? Mm -hmm. And um, I, they, they needed a diversity hire for this, okay? And it's like, I make it to the fucking final thing. It's like me and another guy. And the other guy was, uh, what was he? He was Latino. Mm -hmm. And my agents call me, they're like, Dan, you're not gonna believe this, but Fox says that they don't consider Iranian diverse. Like for some reason, they have like a loop, like a list of culture of, of countries. I'm like, give me the fucking list. I look right. at the list and like, it was like every country except for like any, anywhere in the Middle East for some strange reason. Like they right. just hadn't changed it or it was whatever. And they're like, it needs to be one of these countries. I'm like, all right, tell them that I'm fucking half Afghan. And I went on my Wikipedia and I changed, changed to it. Danadut is an Afghan Iranian <laughs> comedian. And I was like, tell, and they showed them the Wikipedia and they're like, you're good to go. And then oh like, that's God. insane. Yeah. Wow. That's Isn't incredible. that nuts? I fucking changed it. You can go to my Wikipedia. It says Iranian Afghan comedian. Amazing. <laughs> I got out diversified. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's incredible. That's like, you know, so Sean Penn shouldn't have played I Am Sam because they should have gotten someone with that kind of disability yeah. to play that part? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know? uh, basically. There's a new movie with Shia LaBeouf where he uh, he co-stars with a, a retard. <laughs> <laughs> a retard? Yeah, a retard. Uh, I like that better than retard. Thank it's you. A retard. I'm trying to class oh, it up did a you, This bit. is a, 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 what's the movie? Hangover, The Hangover. Uh, Zach Galifianakis says retard in it, I believe. Retard. He does, that's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. Todd, you were talking about, uh, before the show started, you mm -hmm. want to discuss something about the differences between men and women. Oh. Yeah. You want to get yeah. into it now? That yeah, a, sure. Let's get into it now. That's a very that's a, that's a very clean way to talk about what he's about to talk about. <laughs> the difference between men and women. You were talking about the disparity between female and well, I was and thinking women. I was thinking about it and this is this is the kind of shit that I think about when I'm just by myself driving in the car or just whatever. Just organizing your fridge. Those uh, once upon a time in Hollywood <laughs> long drive scenes. And uh there's a very distinct difference between the way men and women use the bathroom and pissing in, in particular. And I was thinking like, you know, women are never going to get to know the fun that oh. men have mm -hmm. when they pee, right? Yeah. Now, I'm sure there's four men in this room and I'm sure you can all attest to this. Whenever there's some foreign object that has been left in the toilet, whether it be a piece of toilet paper or like a cigarette from someone. Or a dried piece of shit. <laughs> or a dried I'm piece kidding. of yes, shit. I'm yeah. Serious. yeah. You use your piss as a weapon 
to eviscerate it. You use it to clean the toilet bowl like, off. It's like you a, use it to rip the paper in half. See if you. It becomes like an amusement park game. It's yeah. a meaty uh, pressure washer. Yeah, yeah. It's like a pressure washer. So like. <laughs> We it's get to play a game every time we use the bathroom, pretty much, at mm -hmm. least when we're standing up and doing that. And I was thinking that wouldn't it be great if there was a theme park for men <laughs> where, like, you know, you know, the game oh, where, yeah, like, like you just shoot yeah, the water, like shoot in, the the water in the thing. Like, and the can you imagine puffs? if they're like, okay, uh, first up gets a small to medium prize and three, two, one, go. And you just whip your dick out and piss <laughs> into the thing and race other dudes to see who can hit the top oh first. Oh, my God. That's I love great it. great idea. And on the drive over, you're just downing, downing meters water. Of yeah, water. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's a really good idea. We're going to the water park, or we're going to the amusement park. <laughs> Grab like four uh, gallons of water. Because you, you women may not know, but you in, three in, women listening to this podcast. This, actually, this video, most yeah. of our listeners are ladies. Is that yeah. true? Somehow, yes. Yeah. Plus, uh, oh. can you imagine standing up there and then like you piss into the target, you win the medium little cheap prize that they're going to give you, and then like boasting and like shaking your dick off like and looking at the other dudes I like that's it. right man you guys can't uh, beat my fucking piss the prize is like is like yeah. a diaper made out of cashmere <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you're still you're to still wrap your winning dick in or you're still just trying to win stuff for your kids who are watching yeah you're trying yeah, to yeah. get them a teddy bear or trying yeah. to get them the duck <laughs> yeah all right let me play again um uh, son i'll win i'll win next time i got you little guy. now now i know now i know exactly where the target is so you daddy you you ladies don't know but in urinals that men piss into they have either like um it's part of the porcelain it's like a little image of a fly or a target or something is built into the porcelain because they know we're going to try to piss on it and what it does it's the perfect spot in the urinal to keep it from splashing splashing yeah the splash the nose because they, on. they know we're gonna piss on i actually it. remember reading about that and it was like almost like a malcolm gladwell type thing where it was like they were just trying to figure out a way to stop people from peeing off the thing and some genius was like put a fly in there put anything in there but it was like the it was like i mean it was like the modern day equivalent of like when he was like don't call it the facebook just facebook yeah, right. yeah. it's like that moment the most epiphany. innovative epiphany. if i know anything about men i'm telling you <laughs> Put a fly in there. A, a fly, fly there. or and a target or a dot, whatever it, it is. It changed yeah. the game. Because we want to see if we can keep the entire stream on it the whole time. And it works. It works. Yeah. Our little reptile, dumb little reptile brain. Yep. Fucking goes for the it. The other fun one is uh, the urinal full of ice. Oh, yeah. melt the ice. Get, you see how much ice you can melt in one piss. <laughs> the pleasure I get from that. Actually, the bathroom at the Chateau Marmont has that. Because mm -hmm. not a lot. It's a very old school kind of classic right, thing right, to right. do. They don't do that as much these days anymore yeah. with the ice in the urinals. Uh, it is so, it's so decadent. But <laughs> one, of the, one of the grosser ones is when you go to like a ball game. And you have the trough. Yeah, the oh, pee trough. Yeah. So a trough is exactly what it sounds like, what pigs eat out of. It's like a long mm -hmm. aluminum tub yeah. that you're standing elbow to elbow with 10 other guys and right. you're all pissing into the same container. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you see all of your piss, different colors mixing. Yes. And if you're me, you can't piss and you're like, God damn it. Why? <laughs> this is the worst I'm embarrassed. <laughs> it's we, so strange. Uh, we have a phone call. Hello, you're on Rare Form Radio. Who's this? Hey, it's Adam. Hey. Hey, uh, I have a funny urinal story. All right, go ahead. Uh, Dan, by the way, this is my brother oh. on the phone. Hey, so what's up, Adam? Adam, did you know that your bro is so OCD with fridges? Oh, yeah. He's just as no, OCD I, as I am. Oh, really? We're both all fucked up. I like it. All right, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, 
the um, I used to work on a TV show at Warner Brothers, and next to my office was the show offices for designing women. Mm-hmm. And the people that ran that show were like they knew Hillary Clinton because they were from Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So Roger Clinton was like always hanging around. Mm-hmm. And before the Bro- president, election, for those who don't know, the president uh, is brother uh, Roger, right? Who was yeah. Uh, yeah a little off the beaten path. So they yeah, said. he was like always drinking beers, yeah, and like yeah. hanging around, you know, like yeah, he, he was, was the f- he was the joke of the Clinton He's, administration. He was the yeah. Fredo, the Fredo. Yeah, he was the Fredo of the <laughs> Clinton yeah, administration. Totally yes. so okay, go ahead. The uh, the building that I worked in had like production offices for a bunch of shows, and what he did before the ninety two election, he took Bush bumper stickers and put them in all the urinals in all the men's rooms. So when you were pissing, you were pissing like on the word Bush. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I, I used to do that to my old girlfriend when Bush, when Bush was running. You'd pee on her. I'd, no, I'd He'd put pee a, on her bush. I'd put a bumper sticker of Bush on her pussy and come on the bush. Wow. That's very romantic, unbelievable. <laughs> and then would you have uh, your staff lick it and not know that you can't? I'd on have it? my staff rip it off <laughs> and give her a wax job, a little bikini wax at the same time. <laughs> uh. So I can bring it full circle right now. Okay. And Todd, do you remember the ice cubes at the urinals at Rizzoli, that restaurant in Harrison? <sighs> I'm a little young for that. But I do remember, but I, what, what, what's the point that you're making? Because you were talking about steakhouses. Yeah. And now you're talking about urinals, and I thought I'd be, you know, clever and tie it all together. But <laughs> Yeah. Went way over you guys this is like a this is like an episode of Seinfeld, like yeah, they're just yeah. all joining at the end. <laughs> yeah, and, it's all at the, act, at the end of that's act how three. my brother and I live our daily lives like a Seinfeld episode <laughs> and food podcast and goodbye. <laughs> you could be or our crazy Kramer and run yeah. in and do some fucking off off the wall <laughs> shit. Um. All right. Well, thank you for calling in. I actually was in Detroit uh, last weekend for the Detroit Improv Festival. Mm-hmm. Very fun. <clears throat> they they flew in the cast of the show Bajillion Dollar Properties, another show that I'm on, which you can watch on Pluto TV That's for right. free. Um, and Detroit is very interesting because like there's a lot like there's a hipsterification happening, mm-hmm. but then there's like a lot of empty lots in places. And you just walk from one bar to the other and they're just like this, you know, decrepit building, hipster building, and then just like huge lot of grass with nothing going on. And I was hammered and I uh, was with some of my buddies from the show Mm -hmm. and I peed um, in one of these lots and it was the most, and he took a picture of it. (laughs) Let's see. I wouldn't normally want to share this with you. And um, everyone listening, I'm not going to share this with you, unfortunately. I, 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 I don't think I can. I'll take but, a look and give you the but play it was, by play. Yeah, absolutely. You can call me a pussy. I don't care. But this was the a most... Chicken, but... <laughs> it's confusing, but it's a chicken. Pussies kind of... I've heard a few pussies in my day make a chicken sound. Whoa. Huh. That Cluck, is called cluck. chlamydia. <laughs> yeah. But look at this glorious piss shot. Oh, yeah. That's pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> he just yeah, got but the you know light. What? He got the light. He got perfectly. the light perfect, and the look on your face, if it was focused, wouldn't work. It would be too set up. Yeah. But the fact that it's blurry, oh, it, it's like a Monet. Turn, turn it, dude. Plus it's like a the, Monet. Uh, it's beautiful. Plus, you know the uh, the the setup with the. Can other people sta- see Todd? I'm gonna For let you see it. Sake. The stacking of how the light sources go this way, but your piss is going this oh, way. Oh, I didn't oh, even yeah. realize that. Oh, the yeah, framing. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh, it is. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, um, um, oh, what the fuck's his name? That's postable. 
<laughs> you could darken it a little more even to make your face completely unrecognizable. The bad robot director, uh, uh, Star Wars director. The fuck's George his name? J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Abrams lens oh. flare in that thing. Yeah, beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you wouldn't post that? No. I'm trying to sell TV shows right now, man. I <laughs> yeah, gotta fucking. I feel like you're afraid of making ladies wet. <laughs> yeah, that is absolutely right. Okay, sorry, your ladies. Choice, your choice. Can't see my pee picture. You know what you do is is you just create a TV show around that picture and make that the poster. This way, you get the best of both worlds. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. exactly. That's the way to do it. Driving uh, piss Daisy. Driving we're gonna go Daisy. look at your fridge and then we're gonna see where you piss out everything you drank <laughs> yes. in that fridge. I oh, will. Fun, fun show. <laughs> yes, I will look at your pee and try to guess what your last drink was. <laughs> It should be easy with you, Dan, with all the fucking monster. Oh, there's so much. Dude, it's just like like radioactive orange. I got to say, Dan and I went to um, uh, uh, an art show after last week. That was so great, by the way. It was uh, Manson. It was at um, uh, Lethal Lethal Amounts. And it was... uh, there was a bunch of memorabilia and stuff on display for about Manson and the girls and the case and Spawn Ranch. And it was his really- His prison clothes, like his real clothes and yeah, all this cool stuff. There was way more shit there than I thought that there would be. And I was really surprised and pleased about that. But um, these guys got to shut the fuck up back here. Oh, that's racist, But dude. um, But- uh, You want me to go tell him? No, that's no, cool. no, 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 we're good. So uh, <clears throat> we'll go to a song in a second. I'll, I'll tell them. But anyway, so we went to this thing and you, afterwards, it, the thing was great, but you had left a monster drink in my car, <laughs> opened. And I literally, when we got in, I was like, the smell of monster hit me. <laughs> and it stayed in my car for like four days. You, like, sir, ugh. are very welcome. <laughs> it was the war. That stuff just smells so artificial. I know. That's it's the, so delicious. Uh, I've, I drank a Red Bull once years ago, like a year or two after I got sober. And I was like, I'm never fucking drinking one of those again. <laughs> yeah. I was ready to commit murder. I like, don't hate Red Bull and vodka, though. It's it's okay. I can gonna... see that if you're drinking, but I was just yeah. like, not. I just had, I'm tired. Let me try one I've of only, these Red Bulls everybody talks I've about. I've only recently developed a taste for Red Bull in the last like month. <sighs> Dude, you got to stop drinking these drinks. They're yeah. not good for That's you. That's the only real advice I have. I don't I, smoke. I don't drink. I don't yeah. do drugs. Oh, you don't drink either? All right. I'll, I've never been drunk I'll, in I'll my whole life. I'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, every time, I, I actually uh, just got my blood test back from like my yearly physical and they're like yeah your cholesterol is good uh, you know your blood pressure is great you know your lipids are good your white blood cells i'm like how is my liver <laughs> they're like it's fine i'm like all yes! right clean bill of health <laughs> I, let's go drinking let's celebrate back at it mine was fine too once upon a time <laughs> then i got some tests back and they were like dude for real oh yeah no way i was a junkie how much were you drinking it wasn't the drinking; it was the shooting heroin. Oh, does that does that affect your liver? <laughs> I'm problematic. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? It all does because every, everything gets filtered through your liver. How good is heroin? It's mm. pretty fucking pretty good. Great, I huh? got it. Yeah, the truth. I imagine the life you have to live and the moments in between being high are devastating. Can anyone be a functional heroin addict? Yeah, like, sure. But for real. Not for long. You probably, sure. know, you probably know some. I was. Weirdly, you probably do. I was for a while. Yeah, I imagine you weren't sleeping in a dumpster. No, I was functioning, high functioning for a while, and then it all went to hell. So what's how, the, once what, I started smoking what's the time crack difference? on top of it? Wait, is what really? What is a while? Like, how long were you able to sustain? A couple of years. A couple of years. You were yeah. functional or a mess? Functional. Okay. And how long were you a mess? couple of years okay 
What was what was uh what was rock bottom? Did you lose your job, your girl, your this, your that? Uh, there's a that's a long that's a whole show. Yeah, worth we don't of need to get into it. But, I, well, we've gotten a, into it before. Yeah, but. we've gotten into it before. Um, yeah, it was. I lost everything pretty much. Yeah, but uh, but um, everything. You just sold everything. You're like, I need more of this stuff. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. But uh, the worst thing he lost was his anal virginity. Oh, <laughs> how many Brutal. bags of heroin did that get you? Had <laughs> to. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so yeah, I I did I I. Uh, yeah, you, but it was it wasn't even about the material things with me so much. It was just the emotional bottom, the yeah. shame yeah. of it all. Like I just you can't function like that forever. You yeah. just can't. Wow. So I didn't know that about you. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I I thought you were sober from drinking. I didn't know that it was heroin. Well, I'm sober from everything. I yeah. drank no, I plenty in my yeah. life, plenty in yeah. my life. Wow. And did tons of other drugs too, but heroin and crack combination was what brought me down. Like I got to shut everything down. Yeah. That was because I had tried multiple times to kick hard drugs and I'll still smoke weed. I'll still drink. I'll still do. In fact, I used to use alcohol to try and help me get through kicking. Okay. And stuff like that. But it just, for me, it was, and from what I've seen with most people that are in that predicament, you got to just shut it all down. Yeah. You know? So uh, this might be slightly off topic, but when you would do heroin, mm -hmm. would, would there be a food that you'd want to eat or when you, you were coming down <laughs> nah. or like, you want to see a picture of me when I was on heroin? Yes. This is, this will tell you how much food I was eating here. Oh I man. Eat. I would love to see I this. I will show it to you. But is there like, is it like when you're, when you're hungover and like you want to eat some food, like after you come down or no, not, not whatever, for me whatever food has the most heroin in it is what you <laughs> <Yeah>. want. <laughs> yeah. Pop, poppy seed bagels. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, the, uh, there was no, I wasn't really eating all that right. much right, to be right, honest, right. but here, I'll show you a picture. Was this before you were married or after you were married? This was before I was married, but I was with my wife at the time. We didn't have kids. She was totally clueless and in denial of the wow. whole thing and traveled okay. a lot. So it right. was like, but okay. then that came to an end too. Like you got to go, you know, like, yeah. so we went through that period as well. That's cool that she's your ride <clears> or die, you know? Oh, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Isn't that crazy? You look like Steve-O. Yeah. <laughs> oh fucking A, dude. When I, dude. when I checked into fucking rehab for the last, or detox for the last time, I was 125 pounds. Dude, oh, you, you must have looked so wow. good. I looked so hot. You and legit. I really thought I did back then. You look, That's amazing. You look like. Have you seen that picture? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You look Holocaust chic. Yeah, you sent yeah. it. To, you sent it to me and said, Actually, "Don't show this to anybody." Yeah, yeah. Not even chic. You <laughs> yeah. look fucking Holocaust, dude. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, I was like a size twenty six waist. Wow. <laughs> what was this a picture of? Like, what was the? I'm curious what the context of that picture was. I was just sitting on a couch and someone took a picture of me. Oh, okay. But you, you like, you you like look how so I put startled. the handsomeness next oh my to it, God. the side by side. You know, I've always thought you're handsome, but when you have the side by side, you're like a fucking supermodel. <laughs> there you go. Like <laughs> you should, if you ever have to go back on dating websites, that should you should show that. Like, and exactly. your hair is better now than you, when you were a child. Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Pretty man. good. Pretty well, good. So there was. Uh, a, it's amazing how, the resilience of the human body, though. How you can bounce. Oh back yeah, you can, nuts. and I've seen it. Like, and really quickly too. Like, because I've worked with a bunch of other junkies and alcoholics over my, that's how I stayed sober and continue to stay sober. And to see someone who looks like that in that picture that I just showed you 
And for me to even have been there and think this person's going to die. Right. And then they don't and they get their shit together. And within two months, it's like a different fucking part. Like the, the human body can bounce what, back. It's amazing. What always Crazy. weirds me out is when people kick that kind of shit, the color that comes back to their bodies. Yeah. Well, like blood is moving was, again. Yeah. And it like, you look like a, there's a, you like a, a dead, like an alien gray. Yeah. Gray, yeah. One. Yeah. There, there's a guy who's sober now too. Who's a friend of mine who, whenever he gets up and speaks at the self-help meetings, he always tells the story of me because I was green gray and like he couldn't believe that a skin could be that color wow mm. and that would freak him out you know and i he actually came to me for help and now he's like four years in you so. know if he wants to like if he wants to get a good laugh at the uh, meeting uh -huh. he should end the story with todd would tell the story himself but he's actually doing some heroin right now so. <laughs> <laughs> we wish him the best he's not available there uh we would facetime him but he just sold his ipod <laughs> there, there was a guy that i knew who would like you know at those meetings they kind of ask you you know if there's anybody um if there's anybody new right hmm. or if there's anybody uh who is celebrating an anniversary, meaning like 365 days of continuous right. sobriety. So this buddy of mine who would always be high, he would go to the meetings and he would get up and say, I'm celebrating seven years and people would clap and everything. Then they'd go to the break and he would come back. And then they always say, can we see the hands of the newcomers again? And he would raise his hand and be like, ah, I got the break, I got high. Like he would just do no that way. at everyone that he went to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, as a bit, or he actually no, did was get just high. His, no, he was just high though. He was lying about having seven years <laughs> sober, but he would go to like meetings oh that people God. didn't know him at. I thought that was a bit. That was like that's a, that's no, a very that was, dark it was, sense of humor. It was a bit for him. Like he just thought it was funny. I mean, did they kick him out? No, no, no. They don't kick you out unless you're violent and belligerent. And even then, they don't kick you out. They'll say, "Hey, man, why don't you come back tomorrow?" You know what I mean? Right. Like, but wow. yeah, I've seen people get fucking hoisted out of me. They just they're fucking. I've been that guy. I went to I went to meetings for a few years, and I couldn't get high. I couldn't get out of the house unless I got high. Right. Uh -huh. So I'd get high and go to a meeting. You want to talk about a pathetic existence? Oh, you'd use that as your place to get away to do drugs? No, not as a place to get away to do drugs. I wanted to get sober, but couldn't. Right. Like couldn't. So I would lie and try and hide it and put my hat on and duck my head, you know, my eyes under my brim and sit in the back and try and listen, but I would be high. Can you explain no for a second, like that, that feeling of not being able to get sober? Like you're just uh, saying you couldn't. Yeah, how yeah. frustrating and how it seems so sad. All right, and, here's and like no people, hope. People talk about this as I'm not the originator of this. So I'm kind of stealing it, but it's true. You know the movie Groundhog Day? Yes. That's, that's that. what alcoholism is like. But you know the point where he gets to where he just keeps continuously trying to kill himself in a multitude of different ways? Yeah. Dropping a toaster in the bathtub, jumping off a building, all that kind of standing in front of a truck. That's what it feels like. The frustration of like, I can't even die. Right. You know? And like, I was at the point where I'd be, oh, shit. Hold on. I'm gonna I was at the no, point. No, they're, st they're stopping. They're stopping. Okay. I caught eyes. I, I was at the point where I was like not suicidal clinically, but I thought I might have to kill myself because I really don't know what else to do. I try every day. It's so to, sad. I try every day to kick. And then like I can get into the whole what happened because there was something very specific that happened to me, but that's for another time. Yeah. 
Anyway, but, Green Eggs and Dan is yeah. on every <laughs> podcast. Um, you can get it on Stitcher. How on before Apple. before you started the podcast? How long had you been planning on? How long have you wanted to do a podcast? By the way, I mean. I don't know if I can just get into that, dude. I feel like I, I want to just like, <laughs> I want to like bury my head into Todd's like chest my and, bosom. and cry. Nah, he's no, he's I'm now. good. I'm good now. Bro. No, I'm so happy that you're good. It's a story um, of hope. It's good to know. I mean, and it, it's crazy because I, you know, I, I don't know Todd that well, but like I know you from the gym. Yeah. Yeah. So the fact that you're like a gym rat now yeah, yeah. is so cool. I got addicted to fucking looking awesome. <laughs> to gyms and watches. <laughs> gym. Yeah. <laughs> Muscles and watches. Uh, um, no, but I've, I've been wanting, I've literally been toying with this idea for probably four years. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I feel like comics always have that thing of like, eh, no one wants to listen to me. No one wants to hear this. My, I don't want to hit people up. And like, and like, uh, just one day I was like, let me just try and, and see who I can book for this. And within a half an hour, I had the whole first season booked of like fucking like my heavy hitter comic friends. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was so cool. Cause, and it was also like, I also got a lot of no's when I went to pitch it, like I was telling you. So to finally get the, and frankly, dude, even if I got all the no's, I would have just fucking done it on my own. Yeah, and you like, don't need, that's the, that's yeah. kind of the beauty and the downfall of podcasts is that there's mm-hmm. no regulation. You can just yeah. do it if you want or, you know, do it. I mean, I want it to get it somewhat, you know, legit and not mm-hmm. just like coming out, you know, me. like this fucking hack operation we got going on here. <laughs> Yeah, what, what, what is the company and what is their email? <laughs> We're in a building right now where uh, they don't give parking to the guests, yeah, by the way. They don't get, yeah, exactly. That's or the us. hosts. Yeah, the hosts. We've yeah. been here for four years. My car years. isn't in this fucking parking lot. Are you Todd, serious? Todd pays a, a gas station I to grease the fucking gas station guy. Like, I got him on my payroll no to the point where he just, like, puts his hand behind. I slip him a couple of bucks <laughs> so and no he watches joke. my car. When Todd does this show for the people, he loses money. I lose money every time I come here. Yeah. yeah. The glass is not soundproof. It's like that that <laughs> stunt glass they use in Hollywood, like where you can just like sugar glass. Sugar yeah. glass. It may as well be a screen door yeah. on, that we're using here. And it smells like we're in a weed farm as yeah. well. Well, we're actually right next to a dispensary. Yes. That's true. And okay, great. everyone in this building goes there yeah. and comes right back. So Unbelievable. Uh, Dan, should we take a quick break? Because I got to fucking piss like racehorse and then come back and answer some questions. Do some questions. Yes. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Social D. That's how you say it. Social D. That's how you say it? That's how he <laughs> says it. He's a fucking social D. Who? Mike Ness. <laughs> social D. <laughs> you guys like social D. Any uh I do. Opinions? Yeah. Yes, I do. No. Um, I was... like it better than the Jessica's song. <laughs> Whatever the bullshit Too that was. Soon. I'm uh, you guys are everyone's gonna hate me when I say this, all the listeners. I'm not like a big like modern rock fan. Oh, they hate you because you're Iranian, not because yeah. of the And music also taste. I'm Iranian. <laughs> they hate you because of the color of your skin, dude. It's not your musical tastes. Let's be honest. In case yeah, but just in case I hadn't alienated everyone, <laughs> I wanted you to also know I don't really like rock. That's what, you know what? What kind of shit do you like? What do you like? I'm fucking I like uh jazz and like um some hip hop and i guess i hate you for the jazz thing that's kind of weird no we you and i I actually had this conversation when we were at the thing and i i i'm weirdly eclectic with the music like yeah i'm weirdly these guys know like i'll i have so much weird shit that i listen to but jazz and blue old fucking blues even country stuff and just weird shit 
Frank and I went down weird, yeah. weird song memory lane <laughs> that was a fun. couple of weeks ago when <laughs> yeah. Dan was on tour. Yeah, uh, I don't know, like bands, like I don't, I, I mean, I, Radiohead, I, I love, but then since then, I don't know. I ha- that you guys are gonna hate me, I know it. But, but at, a, at a certain age, you kind of stop caring about new stuff. You're maybe stuck that's with what your, you're stuck with like your childhood up till yeah. thirty music taste. It yeah. takes a lot from and for the rest somebody is garbage. To, yeah, for somebody <laughs> to say, "Hey, did you hear that new band?" Like, like I'm no. like. No, and I'm not going to. And even if they're awesome, fuck them. You're suggesting it, and now I'm going to block them from all of my music streaming services. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Should we do a couple listener questions and sure. wrap it up? Let's do it. All right. You have reached the voicemail box of Rare Form Radio. Please leave a message after the tone. All right. We got a couple that we didn't get to last week. We'll do a couple of these guys. Hey guys, couple of questions. Dan, I was curious to know what your thoughts were on the Giants not trading Bumgarner and hanging on to him. And then Todd and Frank, I was wondering if you have seen any good documentaries or movies lately that you can recommend. Thanks guys, love the show. All right, well, All let's right. just skip the baseball question. Fuck you, that's the best part of the show. <laughs> you know yeah, how you feel seriously. about modern rock? I, I feel the same way about baseball, yeah. by the way. That's fucking child's you're Iranian. Game. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Child's yeah, Cricket. Oh, cricket man. is the only real game. <laughs> cricket. That and jihad. <laughs> cricket and jihad. Um, I was, uh, if you're a Giants fan, you should be very happy they didn't trade Bumgarner because as soon as they didn't trade him, they went on a run and now they're kind of back in the playoff hunt. Todd and Frank. Oh, documentary. God, well, can I we think- talk about fucking heroin again? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Baseball talk. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great movie. Go see it. It's we not got, a documentary, we, but... But she said documentary or oh, movies. Oh, did she? She did say Fuck, both. I was trying to be a dick. Frank, you seen any good docs um, lately? I know I've seen two, something and I can't... Two documentaries same. I've seen. One was uh, the HBO one. And I think I mentioned it to you. Uh, I Love You Now Die. Yeah, I want to see yeah, that. I haven't that seen one's that. Good. Is that, that like a good. euthanasia one? No, it's about that young girl that convinced her boyfriend to commit suicide. Like he was really... Oh, Prison's yes, recital and she just like there's all the text saying, that, oh just do it and all yeah, this. Right. Yeah. That would be a good title though for a euthanasia documentary. Yeah. I love you now die. Oh well, you <laughs> know what else is a good title for a porn is euthanasia about a Fucking, young yeah. young Asian oh, chicks. Yeah. Yes. Uh but that and on Netflix I would recommend uh The Day I Met El Chapo. Uh, you'll have to watch it with subtitles because part of it's in Spanish, but it's really interesting. Uh, the whole Sean, Sean Penn, Penn and thing. the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, I yeah. saw some clips from it. It actually looks good. And yeah. I actually just saw a whole special on, they were doing something on one of the history, Bravo, mm-hmm. whatever. That was, I guess, a documentary, but it was just a TV thing where they had a whole section about the El Chapo thing, oh, which really? was actually really Did you know uh, that there's a clothing, uh, clothing line, an El Chapo clothing line that his daughter no. launched? Yeah, it's called uh, El Chapo 701. I like that you say clothing. 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 <laughs> so he has a clothing <laughs> run. <laughs> but yeah, uh, interesting th- stuff. There is on Netflix. Uh, El Chop Top. You guys don't like <laughs> baseball, but there's a great documentary about uh, steroids oh. in baseball. Mm-hmm. About the. Uh, <laughs> See, but I do like sports documentaries. I got to admit. It's I do. Really I like sports doc. 30 it's for not, 30. I'm into it. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't need to be this is about, about the, sports. This it is could about be, the corruption mm-hmm. of baseball. I was going to yeah. say, I like and, the corruption documentaries about sports. And the yeah. higher ups, like the commissioner being involved in a possible robbery to get evidence. And wow. this is only a few years ago. Oh, wow. So it's called Screwballs on uh, on Netflix. That's very mm-hmm. good. I'm going to suggest uh, something that's uh, I probably shouldn't be suggesting on this, but uh, there's a podcast I've been getting into called Revisionist History uh-huh. with Malcolm Gladwell. And it's all these like, it's kind of like a documentary 
Um, very, very interesting looking at like historical things that you think you know what the deal is, but then they give you like an, he gives such an interesting, there's one about the, the Boston Tea Party that kind of blew my mind. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would check that out. Nice. nice. Um, this comes from a name I can't read. Uh, hey, Dark Matter crew, quick question. I'm a big fan and sometime after graduating, I'd love to work on a show like this. Do you guys hire us, Dark Matter and Rareform? Um, do you guys hire video people? Do you hire people at all? What sort of skills do you guys look for out there? Thank you. Keep up the great work. We don't hire anybody, no. but if you want mm. to come in and intern. do it and learn and intern, yeah. we're all about that if you'd like to. I will say this though. I will give you some advice. Um, Get those lips ready. <laughs> <laughs> the, there is an opening at the intern of eating ass since I am now VP. Um, listen, if you want to, if you want to do video, you, everyone in this town will click a link. So have a link of very good work that you've done and send it out to everyone and they will click it. But just just asking like, hey, I want to get into video. I don't know who the fuck you are. I don't know how good your work is. But if you have a, a, a clickable resume. link. Let's see it. Just yeah. to click something you can click and it's not over fucking two minutes. Yeah. And that's everyone cool. will sit through that. So last week we played the new the new Tool album. Yeah. Do you Did you know that Tool has never been on streaming services? Yeah. Yes, I did know that. Okay, so someone want to know, I'd uh, like to get Todd's thoughts on Tool joining the streaming services, their new album, Hard Rock in general these days. So are they are they joining? They Is are that, now. Okay. Yeah, as of, uh, as of like two weeks ago, and they already have like 20 million, 30 million. Of course uh, they do. Apparently five streams. of their albums cracked the top 10 in iTunes as soon as they got released. Right. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like, great. It's part yeah. of it, it's part of their coolness not being a part of it or at a certain point you're like guys no but no one's gonna hear it well here's that thing here's the thing i have an answer for that in this sense they've done it they've done the cool thing they've been successful they've made it without that streaming Mm -hmm. push Mm -hmm. and now they're uh what's the word i'm looking for they're like seniority (laughs) you know what i mean like not an age but like they they, they've it. hit. Yeah. They've earned it. Like, yeah, give it to let let people get it that way now. But yeah, they made their point. What's yeah. what's the most famous Tool song that I would know? Prison Sex or Prison Sober? Sex. Sober. Yeah. Sober is the is the it, it, I the will video only complicate is, you. Yeah, but the video mm. is famous because it's got the little um, stop motion uh, mm-hmm. animation. Oh, okay. And the meat going through the tubes and everything. Which, if you go and research that, that's a total ripoff of Brothers Quay. Films. Here, listen for one second. You'll know this. No, I don't. Th- wait, give me the. Oh yes, yeah, that's yeah. Okay. It was a big song. Got it. Um, that's something for our listener who wants to know documentary stuff. Go on YouTube and just search Quay Brothers or Brothers Quay Q U A Y. They are like the forefront of stop motion animation, and it's a some of their stuff is amazing and all that tool stuff is all inspired by them. Yeah. That's and cool. in fact, there's a bunch of shit with Kurt Cobain talking shit about them. Like they should get sued. <laughs> that's a direct rip off of them. Kurt said that. Wow. Oh yeah. And he ripped off uh, uh killing joke, killing joke with yeah. that song. Yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah, which 80s. was basically yeah. come as you are. Yeah. 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 
So wow. what comes around goes around. Anyway, we got to wrap it up. Dan, where can people find you and your work and your podcast and all of that? Like what's your home address? <laughs> <laughs> Where's your fridge? Um, my fridge is actually, you will see pictures of my fridge on my podcast, which you should please subscribe to. It's on all of the platforms. Just type in green eggs and Dan. Uh, if you like it, rate it, review it. Uh, it's a real passion project of mine. I'm on the show Bajillion Dollar Properties, which is on Pluto TV. I'm on Cobra Kai, which is on YouTube Premium. I will be in the third season. I just we didn't even get rank, into Cobra Kai. Which is very cool. We don't do. We don't. We do we'll that. Have we back do that every other time. And, we do that and every, this yeah. has basically become a Cobra Kai podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, on the socials, on Instagram and Twitter, I'm at Stand Up Dan. And I love this podcast, or it's not a podcast, it's a radio show. Yeah, I love podcast. it so much. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Dan, open anytime, door open door, you can just come in I and hang out. It. And we I said that to Dan 12 years ago, and he, we haven't been able to get rid of him right. since. No, so. I really love it. And and frankly, I love my my friendship with you, Todd. It's, it started so randomly, and... Uh, you don't meet a lot of friends in your yeah, like. It's 40s. true. You know it's what true. I mean? And in you LA, don't make new friends without it being some sort of contact or networking right. angle. So right. yeah, and we, in fact, we talked about that too when we went out to lunch. Was you know, uh, it's nice to have no agenda. Yeah, just let's go hang Zero out. Agenda. All right, we got to go. There's another show coming in. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Todd. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Dan Adute. Sure. And you. we will see you next week. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio.